for landlords by landlords the rent perfect podcast with david pickrock well welcome to the rent perfect podcast uh, please like us subscribe to us uh, sometimes we just have to say that we want people to share yeah what we're bringing, uh, we put some effort into this, and we have a lot of information that uh, comes across that we like to share with you. Scotty, how you doing? Good, good, man. How about yourself? I'm doing, I'm doing good. You know, this is kind of a part two, but I'm not really going to label it as right. a part two. Uh, in the last podcast, we talked about, you know, NSF's NSF um, being high, not sufficient mm-hmm. funds uh, being extremely high, the highest we've ever seen in a rent perfect system. We talked about Arizona's evictions being a super high, and not only high in numbers, but just the amount of money that rent is nowadays, mm-hmm. the judgments and the, uh, the the dollar amounts that are weighing on people, right? And then we also talked about how, you know, we're kind of in tune with a ton of landlords we talk to every single day, and, you know, our empty units are sitting out on the market, you know, a little longer than they right, used to. Right, the normal, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the days of getting 35 responses here in Arizona... You know, yeah, on day one, on day one, <laughs> on day and, one, yeah, and you have to over. shuffle through them and figure yeah. that out. Um, I don't find that that's happening here now. Right. That might be happening in other parts of the country right now, but in most cities, you know, you're going to find what goes on in Arizona. You know, goes on yeah. in St. Louis, goes on in Miami, goes on in Atlanta, Georgia, right. and 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 so forth. So yeah, you know, it's interesting. We're, we're as we talk about this, and I kind of know where we're going today. Um, my son introduced me, my youngest son, he's 21, he introduced this, this card game called 22. Okay, and in that game you're dealt seven cards. It's kind of, I mean, it's, it's just a typical card game, right? But at the beginning of the game you have your cards and you look at your cards and you determine how many of these do I want to keep and how many of them do I want to dump and replace blindly, mind you, with other cards. Okay. So most of the times you get seven cards and it's like I'm, I'm going to dump three or four of these cards, right? in hopes that I'm going to better my hand. A lot of times I, my hand gets worse, <laughs> or my hand is the exact... I might, I might dump a 10, a 7, and a 6, and I draw a 10 and 7 and 6, right? Right. But usually, right. I'm usually... I mean, there's a risk in this game where it comes to like, you're like, okay, I have my known entities, right? I know what I have. Mm, am I willing to risk getting rid of something that might be good or bad? I don't know. It's kind of a middle-of-the-road card. Um, so it's interesting because I think we talk about tenants the same way, people who are in our in our properties and... When, we, when push comes to shove in times like this, we get to the same kind of a thing. It's like, what's my known entity? I know right. I have a great renter. Right. But. Right. But. Right. So I'm a game player, and yeah. I know that game, and, okay. and I know exactly the concept yeah. you're talking about. But how do we take that concept and put it over into the real estate game? And in the real estate game, it looks like this. Uh, ring, 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 ring. Hey, landlord. Um, this is a tenant. Hey, I've lived mm-hmm. here for two years. My lease is coming up. I really love living here, but it's just getting a little steep, and I'm just not sure I can afford it anymore. And I've been looking around, and it looks like I can go to the next neighborhood over for a couple hundred dollars less, or I could move and and better my financial position. Would you be willing to knock your rent down so I could stay here in a place I love, take care Mm -hmm. of? We've had a good relationship, never been been late, right? right? And this... This absolutely happens all the time, and it happened this week. I had a client call me and say, Dave, what do you think? You think we're there? Do you think we're at the point where, you know, we have to? And we went through the finances, and we said, okay, $200 a month is $2,400 a year. If you say no, what is your turn cost going to be, 
right? Well, that might be one month's rent, right? She Plus said, your said, turn well, costs. The place, she claims the place in great shape. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's not going to need a whole lot there. I said, oh, okay, great. How long is your property sitting on the market in your area? He's like, well, about two months. Okay. And it's $2,600 a month with mm-hmm. the rent. Well, there's $5,200 now that you are going to lose in the first year. But if you take her deal... You're going to lose twenty yeah. four hundred, and that and again, right? that doesn't count your turn costs. That doesn't count cleaning the carpet and painting and touching up and. But even yeah. if there was nothing, right? Even if there if it was property, if the property was pristine, right? you're still five grand into it instead of twenty four hundred. Right. So oh, take yeah. those numbers and, and start saying, "Hey, listen, based on your card story, I know what I have." Okay, mm-hmm. now what if you get greedy and you say, "You know what? No, take off. You're playing games with me. I'll get right. this all day long." And that sits only for one month. And you're like, ha, yeah, okay, I got that re-rented. Mm-hmm. I'm just sticking to the high rent. And it was somebody that you didn't properly screen that was evicted in these high evictions we were talking sure. about the last podcast. And they last four months and something happens in their life and now you're going through an eviction, yeah. right? That is exactly, you know who you have. You have two years worth of history. Mm-hmm. You've told me your house looks good. It doesn't need much turn. So, man, so far, you know, we've always, we've talked about in other podcasts. I care about how you're going to pay the rent mm-hmm. and how you're going to take care of my property. Right. You've given this gal an A on both of them. Yeah. You've been a fantastic business partner for two years with me. 100%. Right? Going into an economy where I believe the rent is going to go down in 2024. Now that's just my opinion, guys. I'm not an economist. Sure. I'm not. I'm just. I'm. I'm a been in this a long time. I'm just a feel kind of guy. I have data points I look at with what we do: owning an eviction company, owning a tenant screening company, you know, owning an employment background company, and seeing what's going on in the employment world. We're just getting a gauge mm-hmm. of where people are going. We get a gauge of income, salaries up, down. And I'm telling you, my gut says, if someone calls me this year, now look, I'm going to lose some rent here because I'm going to have some of my tenants watching this podcast. (laughs) If someone calls me this year and says, hey, Dave, we love being here. I need a couple hundred bucks off. I am seriously going to look at that offer, weigh out my options, and chances are I'm probably going to take it. Yeah. Right? Well, and one of the things, too, we look at, we look at the goodwill, the goodwill cost of things, you know, because everything has goodwill, right? So does your tenant go, hey, they worked with me last year. They knocked the, they knocked the price down 300 bucks a month on right. rent. And then when next year, when you come back and you say, I got to kick it up 100, right? You've got goodwill with them. And so they might have buy-in and go, hey, you know what? Yeah, no problem. You worked with me. I work with you. Yeah. And another way you can do this is you can actually keep the rent the same, but over the next year, give them $200 concessions. Yeah. Meaning, okay, I'll give you $200 in the, in the year 2024, but in 2025 it goes back and then see where you're at then. And you can just ride that same lease out, you yeah. know, instead of recreating and, and redoing a whole lease. If I love you that. Wanna, yeah, it's a great idea. You want to do it that way. And so, you know, here's the deal is, is we all manage differently. If you have a property management company, they're going to get the most money that they can for that property because they get paid off yeah. of rents coming in. So most people who rent from a property management company, most, are at top-of-the-line market, right? Mm-hmm. And the property managers are proud of that for their client. I'm getting you every last dime you right. deserve. And for us, we're like, sweet, I'll take every dime I can get. But when a market goes south, and private landlords start lowering their prices. 
they're going to jump ship. Right. Because $200, $300 a month to tenants nowadays is a whole lot of money. And if they find something that's equivalent value that they can work with for less money, they are going to leave you mm-hmm. and go somewhere else. So I say this a million times over, and I'm repeating myself a ton. Keep the people that you know about and that you have and that have paid you instead of taking a chance on somebody new. Scotty, appreciate it. You bet. We'll play some cards a little bit later. I'm, I'm just thinking of the old Kenny Rogers, you know. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Okay. And this is a great way to walk <laughs> out of this podcast. <laughs> we went from cards to singing a song. That's right. Thank you. Until next time, continue to rent. Perfect. <laughs>